go out to LA. Somebody needs to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? What up, y'all? It's your boy, BTG. BTG for president once again. I know I always say I got a special episode every week uh, because I am that special. But today, <laughs> <laughs> today, I go way across. I'm talking about way across the United States to New York City. I know y'all hear me. I know y'all used to me being in, in Chicago, uh, Atlanta, uh, Miami, places like that. But I got to go to my coach. Uh, to me, they're my culture cousins. And, and none, none other than my... Now, he has to introduce himself because for my listeners that don't... That I got, <laughs> for my listeners that haven't uh, learned about his particular show, they got probably... They top five best intros of all time. Gotta be. I mean, the nicknames. (laughs) The nicknames is crazy. All right, but I can't do it. He has to do it because I unlike unlike them. I don't remember them. I just remember some. I just remember some. But uh, just my boy Sire from the Official Street Podcast. And yeah, let him introduce himself. Yeah, what's going on, beloved? It's your boy, Sayer. The Wash got himself, the hoodie season representative, banging on my chest, king of the backhanded compliments, all first verse. Sir Sayer, Duke of Worcestershire, dripping in spinal fluid, Scotty Pepin, Smackavelli, Smacky Robinson, Wash Shadamas, the bad guy in the podcast, Bully. Y'all can follow me everywhere at Sayer S-O. That's S-Y-E-R-S-O. <laughs> except, except, except for Snap See I'm I'm oh, so oh, used- My fault My fault My fault Except for Snap If we're still using that shit It's Sire underscore SO My See, bad I'm, Yo I really don't be on that shit like that man I, I know I'm lying to y'all I know but I'm a, I'm a fan So I know I know I know the intro's <laughs> off top I know the intro's off top um, <laughs> I got you So uh, tell me a little bit about your podcast Um, Our podcast is called The Officially Street Podcast Uh, We drop every Friday, it's myself, J Omega, and Cherry Pep, Cherry Peppins. Oh, she's wow, go- she's Cherry, going to get I, you, oh, brother. Gonna, oh, she's going to flame me. Oh. I'm already on her bad side. <laughs> I'm Woo! definitely, hey yo yo, and Woo! I'm definitely sending this to her. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely flaming me. Not um, uh, Cherry Poppins. Um, we all come together each week, and we try to talk about a little bit of everything. You know. Whether it's, you know, I try, to, I try to stay away from the pop culture lane, but we do that here and there. You know, we might talk about what's going on just, you know, across the, the, the country, stuff that's affecting us uh, as a community collectively. Um, you know, we, we speak about music, you know, just, just all the bullshit that's going on and we give our, our, our opinion on it. And then from time to time, we also have guests on our shows. Um, some of you guys may know the, the, the Dallas Pens. Jeff and Eric, it's the real Tyomi, cleverly close. Like it, the list, the list kind of goes on, man. But uh, you know, we just try to do a little bit of everything, and we want every week to to be something different. We like to keep y'all on your toes, so you guys don't know whether you're getting an interview, you don't know if you're just getting a music episode, you don't know if you're getting a regular episode. 
But um, you know, we just we just try to keep it entertaining, man. You know, and keep it lighthearted. You know, even if we talk about a serious situation, we try not to get to, you know, cause I feel like people go through shit enough through life and what we go through weekly. And I don't want to bring people back down for what happened. So we'll talk about it. But, like, we try to, like, look for, like, the lighter side of things. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, we talk. And, um, you know, like I said, we just have a good time. I mean, y'all definitely had a therapy session. Yeah, the, ther- the therapy <laughs> episode. that Yo, bro, that was needed because we were were clashing like you know like crazy yeah um and and you know that that happens with friends um you know me and cherry weren't seeing eye to eye you know jay and cherry wasn't seeing eye to eye me and uh me and jay would get into disagreements so we thought it was just a dope idea to um bring somebody from outside you know he he knows cherry but it's not like they're like super close um but he didn't know me and jay at all so mm-hmm. it was dope to um to just sit there and we were able to just put everything out on the table, what we have a problem with, you know, what we need to work on, what we think, you know, this person should work on, and they would do the same for us. And the mediator, he was pretty much there to say, well, like, did you hear what they said? You know, he feels this way because of X, Y, and Z. What do you think about it? So um, it was it was definitely needed, and we've been good since. I mean, we still clash from time to time because, um, you know, me and Jay are very similar and Cherry is a very strong woman, you know what I mean? And and she wants to make sure that, you know, she's heard as well. And when you have two men who are, like, the same and you feel the opposite, she kind of felt like she was getting paused, double-teamed from time to time. So, you know, it was it was just something we had to work through. And like I said, we're, we're good now, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll crack jokes on each other and all that shit, but, you know, we're, we're good. I was going to say, I was going to say, she definitely holds her own. When I got introduced to you guys, um, mm-hmm. you, I couldn't, you, I can't tell because I'm not there. You know, of course, I'm way mm-hmm. over here in L.A. I just listen to the shows yeah. every week, so I can't really tell what the tension is or anything like that. But I can tell you this, though. I can't see the show, you know, like, y- y'all can't, you, you can't separate from each other. Yeah, you know nah, what I'm saying? We, that chemistry, that chemistry is dope. And mm. yeah, it may seem at times like y'all be on her, but she can handle it and I'm used yeah. to it. You know what I'm saying? We used to it and, and it's sometimes where, you know, she be on one. <laughs> she, yeah. she be gunning yeah, cats yeah. down. Listen, listen, I'm going to let you know right now, when you hear the episode that's actually dropping, well, um, this week's episode, um, me and Cherry, um, and it was partly my fault we were talking about something, and I kind of cut her off before she made her point. And she was actually going to make a valid point. But me, I'm sorry, y'all, I'll be smoking sometimes. So, like, I kind of, you know, was kind of in my zone. And I heard her say something that I didn't like, but I didn't let her finish. And she immediately was like, well, I'm going to let you rock, but I'm going to talk when I'm done. You know what I mean? When you're done. And, you know, I said what I had to say. And then when she said what she was going to say, I felt like an asshole. You know what I mean? And I made sure, like, I did it on the show. I apologized to her. I was like, damn, you know what? I cut you off not knowing what you were about to say. Because what she was, what what she started out saying, it sounded like some hater shit. Mm. So, you know, I'm not going to give away what we were talking about. But I'm like, yo, come on, man. You sound like them bitches that be on, on Twitter trying to take another, like, trying to drag another woman down. I'm like, yo, don't do that here. We're trying to celebrate a black woman. Mm. And... I, that was my mistake because I cut her off. Right. She was starting it that way and building it up to something else. And when she finally explained it, I was like, damn, I'm an asshole. But she had like, she's kind of used to that with us. Like she kind of knows that like, 
you know, sometimes I'm joking. Sometimes I'm a little bit serious. Jay sometimes, you know, is joking and serious. And even me, I guess me and Jay kind of have a little bit of a better connection because we've been friends for so long. But even him and I, like, you know, I look at him like, yo, you're wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, you're wild. And he'll do the same. Like, he did that this episode. He goes, ah, I think you should let Cherry finish. And, you know, me being smacked. I'm like, nah, fuck that, nigga. This is how I feel. <laughs> and then when she was dumb, I was like, damn, I feel like an asshole. I should just let her talk. Hey. But, you know, it, 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 it happens, man. When, when, when you just have, like, three completely different personalities, but we work, you know, it's, it, it's bound to happen. But it, it, it makes it fun. You know what I mean? Because... Then we have other people interacting with us about, you know, something that Cherry said. How do we feel about it when she said this? So it's overall just dope, man. Yeah, I got to defend my girl because she's actually she's actually my favorite. <laughs> she's, actually, she's actually my favorite. But uh, you, you, you brought up music. And yeah. uh, and and you know what? I got to say, you know, uh, I kind of I kind of feel like you, you know, you the podcast bully. I see that at times. <laughs> I see that at times. Um, um I, it's it's really a joke. I know. Um, I'm. A, I, yeah, I I know. Like I, I say it, but I'm really like a teddy bear, bro. Like I'm older now. Like yeah, back in like my like late teens, like early twenties. You know, I was kind of on like my grimy shit. But you know, I'm older now. I got kids and stuff like that. So a lot of times, the reason why I got that bully persona is I like to joke. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm a, I'm like, you know, I don't know how it is in, in L.A., but us over in New York, we we like to to snap one niggas. Yeah. Even if we're even if we're friends, y'all gonna, yo, I was just flaming this one nigga that I know on Twitter about an hour ago because this nigga somehow had a Caesar, a perm, a tape up, and a Snoop Dogg special all at one time. How does that happen? I'm, flaming. I, I'm trying to figure it out too. But the <laughs> thing is, is like I tweeted it, but I didn't at him, but I knew that he would see it. And he was like, yo, at me. I was like, oh, so nigga, you know that you're wildin', right? And I just started feeding him nothing but jokes. Well, you gotta, you gotta at me too. I need that. <laughs> I'll send I'll send it to you later, because I actually it's wild funny. But like that's that's just what I do. Like to me, that's 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 fun. You know what I mean? That's just shit that we always did. Niggas will be sitting like, whoa, you we'll be done playing ball. Niggas will be sitting on the bench just cracking jokes on the guy. Look at this nigga with his dusty ass sneakers. That's what we <laughs> hey, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. All you know time, what I mean? all so, time. Hey, that's how you build. That's how you build character. Uh, exactly. And, and, and you kind of like it. It, it kind of helps with you know for for cast that 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 was insecure. You know, mm-hmm. cast that's walking around holding their balls. Those are the ones that was getting cracked on, but held their own yep. though. Exactly. And, and you know what? If you can't take it. Bro, you either gotta you gotta you gotta tuck your pride and walk away and come back the next day. And something, listen, I got into I got into like maybe one or two fights because I let the jokes fly and yeah. the nigga didn't like it. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. And and hey, it, it happens. I lost you know a, I, I lost mean? I lost a fight um, talking yeah, about somebody. I, nigga, I, pff, one dude put me in the mean yo code. Like they got to the point like I tapped like. I cracked a joke on his eye. Ah, look at this nigga with his dusty ass. Ah, what the fuck? Ah. <laughs> this nigga choked me up. I had to give him the tap. I was like, all right, bro, you got it. I ain't gonna even, I'm not even going to joke anymore, nigga. All right, I'm, niggas, ah, he got choked out. Blah, blah. Hey, but that, to, hey, that was the stumping grounds, though. That's battlegrounds yeah, right there. Yeah, I had to eat that. Yep. I had to eat that. Yep. You know what I mean? Okay, he got it. He got it today. I'm, I'm going to see you again. We're going to let these jokes fly. And shit. I mean, that's, that's what I do. But, like, I do that on Twitter now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. like the shit that I do. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I do on the podcast. Jay is the... It, Jay, I, I always joke. I say he's like the intellectual person. He tries to make sense out of everything. Jay, Jay, like, Jay Omega is DJ Envy. 
He he is. He he don't like to hear that shit. But but he he is. But he 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 keeps the show together. Yeah. Me, I'm just a loose. I, I don't want to say I'm a loose cannon because I, I I like to think before before I speak. Nah, you be wild. But you be wild. I be no, I do be wild. <laughs> but you know, fuck. That's what I do, man. You know what I mean? And and that's how I came up. And don't let Jay fool you because Jay's just like that. Oh yeah, he's sneaky. Just, he's sneaky. He's sneaky. He's sneaky. Like yo, he be saying shit on the low that like hits you in the ribs. Like and you're not even paying attention. He'll say some slick shit. You like yo? Did this nigga just eat for me? Hey what yo, look, fuck? Jay Omega. I'm telling you right now. I see the game that you play between Cherry. Inside, I know what's going on because I'm waiting for it every, every Friday. I'm waiting for it, sir. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know. But regardless, it's it's all in fun. I really don't mean any of it. If I really meant whatever I said on Twitter, I'm not going to say it on Twitter. Okay. okay. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if I really felt some type of way and I have to see you, I'm not going to put it on Twitter. Right. I mean, I'm gonna, we, I'm, we we already know Twitter is the new lunch table. Exact. Exactly. So I think niggas uh, eventually learned that whatever I'm doing on Twitter or whatever I'm doing on Instagram, you know what I mean, is all in fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And once people started picking up on that, like, yo, I'll say 95% of my tweets aren't serious. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, that's and good then, to know, though. Yeah, it's usually not serious. Even if, like, I don't put a, That's why I put a lot of LOLs and shit like that so people know, you know what I mean, or emojis because people know that I'm joking. And then the other times, like, I might be talking about serious shit. You know what I mean? Like, I like to really preach about mental health and things like that. So I'll talk about shit like that. You know what I mean? But everything else outside of that, yo, it's all jokes. It's all, you know, I'm promoting music in the podcast or you're getting jokes. That's it. That's what I do, man. Speaking of music, though, like, hey, you low-key, I'm your guy. I want to call myself, uh, you, you know, your, the, the culture <laughs> cousin. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we go back and forth. Uh, you sending me snaps of uh, shooting mm. in the gym. I... I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a little disrespectful. It's a little disrespectful because I, I'm not able, I'm not able to get in the gym like that during that time. And so I'm like, it's, it's like a tease, and you like kind of like throwing shots at me. Then, then you'll send me, you'll send me some music, and bro, you. You don't share the music like you'll tease the music. You won't share the music at all. I'm like, bro, come on, man. Nah, you know why? Because a lot of times I, I send out like early shit that I'm working on. You know what I mean? So I put, I'll let like I'll let people that I know that like you know enjoy my music. I usually send them like you know little snippets. Like if people that I'm close with, you know what I mean, it's things like that. I send them shit like just to let them know like, hey, I know I've been quiet. But I've been working. You know what I mean? I just want to make sure that whatever you guys get is, you know, is good quality. Yo, that you know artist I mean? that artist that y'all had on the show a while back. Uh who, who which one? God dog it. I, uh, I, I, I followed him I on Twitter. He was probably like the last artist that y'all had on the show. Maybe maybe Shaka, maybe. Shaka or, or Hattie, maybe. Oh, oh, Joey, 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 Joey. Joey Ells. Yo, I need Joey his Ailes. I need his music. Yeah. Can I get his music? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get it your way. And his his new album, I know on the show, um, he said it was going to be out by like July 4th, but he was in the process of moving as well. So he um, he's just getting himself all set up now, now that he's 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 moved and everything's good. So new music should be coming soon. But um, yeah, like, you know, me and Jay, you know, I'm a producer and, and a rapper and like a songwriter and a fake singer. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> can, can, can we talk about Can we talk about Shameless? I'm gonna tell you my favorite track though. My favorite yeah, track. This is what I wanted to say. I listen. Mm -hmm. I I was born and raised off of West Coast and East Coast music. 
Um, my, my older brother, my older cousin, they drowned me with, with red and meth. You know what I'm saying? Wu-Tang. Gotcha. I grew up gotcha. off of them cats. One of my favorite rappers of all time is LL Cool J. That's crazy. Before, before the Roundaway Girl, that's who I was rocking with, <laughs> even, though I, even though I love that video. So no, I love that. The respect that I have for y'all culture is, is mm. crazy. When I think of New York, this is what I think about when I think about New York. Mm. Eric, Eric Sermon. Nas song, mm. the best, the best song, one of the best songs ever created in music history. It ain't hard to tell by Nas. Oh, okay, okay. And then uh-huh. uh, you ever heard of this song? It's called Over, starting five. By who? But is is the song is called Over? It's on it's on an album. It's on an album called Diary of a Madman. Oh, <laughs> Benny Wave, yeah, 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 Joey Els. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, them yeah, cats. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, that. Got you, dog, got you. That when that track that, came on, I, it smelled like New York. That that's exactly, and that's why I ended the the album with that because it had that it it had the boom bap feel, but it sounded modern. Like I didn't want the drums to be dirty on it, but I still want you guys to know where I'm coming from. And it was just all straight rapping and all of that shit. I'm like you. I, I, I grew up on it as well. And that's why, you know, in my music today, even if I'm making trap shit and R&B shit, I always make sure that I'm giving y'all at least because I had never gone broke again on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had over shit like that. I want to make sure that you guys know, look, this is the sound that I was raised on, though. You know what I mean? Like, let me give you these soulful samples, this grimy drums and all of that shit. And um, we're just going to rap. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because then you then you hit me with a curveball. Because then you hit me with a curveball with the shameless. That was that was like a that was like a roundaway girl type of feel for me. Yeah, you you want to know what it is? Because that that's Jay's record, by the way, y'all. Jay Jay Omega Shameless video out on YouTube and the album out as well, Shameless. But um, Jay is Jay is um a huge fan of lyrics mm-hmm. you know and and i challenged him this album because i produce you know pretty much jay's like last three albums i've handled a bulk of the production and i wanted to challenge him on this album and i started giving him beats that kind of sounded a little bit more like shameless and a little bit more up tempo and more like yo you have to create a record you can't just rap you know what i mean yeah where and, did y'all um, where did y'all shoot that video though Oh, okay. So we shot that. I know it looked like we was probably in like Alaska. Or Yo, this shit. shit looked like he was like in an Australian winter desert, some shit like that. Yo, it's um, it's actually what it was is there was this hotel that or like a resort up by my. By the way, y'all, like I'm I'm originally from New York and I'm always out in New York, but we live out in PA right now. You know what I mean? But we're always back and forth or whatever. But this place was is a resort over here in PA, um, that. A lot of like they claim was haunted, and so a lot of people would go into this resort and like jump the gate because it was shut down, you know what I mean? Because too many people died there, and too many people were trying to break into it and, and get hurt, and so on and so forth. So, what they ended up doing was demolishing the whole resort. Dang. So, now it's just an open field. So, that's why it looked like yo, we was walking forever and all of that shit. That's because we were walking throughout the whole resort that used to be there. You know what I mean? And Jay, I don't know why this nigga chose the coldest day of the fucking year for us to go and for us to go and do it. But it came out dope. You know what I mean? I'll give you guys a quick inside. Yo, there's a scene where he throws all the money up in the air. 
I wanted to deck Jay because we had to pick the money up and it was fucking freezing. So now imagine like digging in the snow, like nigga, here's another dollar bill. And oh, I was I was sick because it was like negative fifteen degrees outside, man. Hey, but you but, know um, what? The create that was very creative though because it was dope. It, I heard that on one of the shows. Y'all was talking about it on one of the mm-hmm. shows, so I remember yeah. that. But that's that's first of all, that's very creative. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jay for that. That was all. That was all his work. All I did was make the beat. I told I told this nigga I said I need a feature though because it was supposed to be my song and he took it. <laughs> now that is the that the, yo bro that's the story of your life. You tell me that all yeah. the time. Yeah, that was my song, but I gave it to Jay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, it's not only Jay. Like, there's other people. Like, I gave Joey L records and all that stuff. But that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, I'm a producer. So a lot of times when I'm making beats, I'm already thinking of a song, even if I don't use the song. Like, I'm already like, yo, this would sound dope on this. This would sound dope on that. Like, that's why, like, on, on Downfall, on Jay's record, I'm on the hook. Because when I gave him the beat, I already put the hook on it. I said, yo, bro, I made this beat, but this hook is fire. Mm-hmm. I let him hear it, and he's like, yo, I, you just keep it. Just re-record it at my crib, and we're going to keep it. You know what I mean? But like I said, I'm, I'm a producer. You know what I mean? So that's the shit that I, that I do. I don't feel no type of way when somebody's like, yo, I need this. I'm like, all right, it's cool, bro. I, I, can, make, I can make something else. You know, now with those those beats that you tease me with, like, will you release? <laughs> with, like, cause, cause you, I feel like you holding them hostage, kind of like Dre. Can you release <laughs> the beats? Cause I, I am, I'm the type of cat that just listen to instrumentals. Oh well, I mean, I got, I got my YouTube page up. I'll send you away. Right. right. I try to, I try to update it like at least once a week, and it's usually on a Friday. Um, but a lot of shit, like I sent you, is shit that I'm using. And, you know, I don't know if you if you caught wind of this, but I'm actually like giving it up. You know, what I mean, like I, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to I'm going to focus more on on just the producing side of thing and, and writing. And like you guys will still hear me, but you're not going to get another full length project out of me. That's why I just dropped my record. Do it because I was just sitting on it. And like I'm like, yo, this is going to be the single for the album and all that shit. And then I kind of was just like, yo, you know what? It's really it's really a lot. You know what I mean? Because I'm I produce everything I do, write everything I do, I record myself, I engineer myself, mix and master everything myself. You know, and it's it takes a lot of time, bro. You know what I mean? And especially when I look at it, I'm like, yo, a lot of my beats and and the podcast is really moving a lot more than my actual music. Mm. You know what I mean? And and when I start to feel like, yo, what I'm doing might be a waste, then I no longer want to do it. You know well, what I mean? Well, may, well, maybe it's not a waste. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just it, it'll come back. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you got to yeah. push forward. Maybe you got to push forward the beats, and then you know the you know the, the lyrics will come later. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, it, that's 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 never been a problem. I I have songs recorded. I have I have bars that I'm that I have laying around. I have songs written. All that. It's not a problem with writing. It's just the back behind the scenes shit for when you're an artist. It really is stressful. You know what I mean? Because everybody wants money from you. You know, oh, you want to do this? It's cost that. Oh, you want to do that? Yo, you got to go over here to do that. Talk to this person to do that. And and like, I just kind of, I have so much going on as it is. I mean, y'all, I got, I got four kids. You know what I mean? Married, full-time job. I'm always making moves. We got the podcast, so on and so forth. So like, imagine now throwing on top of that, like, somebody telling me like yo if you want to do this you got to do that and i'm just like uh you know what bro 
I, I don't want to go. I don't want to deal with that headache. You know what I mean? Like my my last album did well, and I really put a lot of time and effort and a lot of reaching out to people and all of that shit. And it was it was stressful, but the end result was beautiful because so many people loved the album. So I'm like, damn, all right. So I gotta go through this again. But I just started thinking, like, you know, what I mean, I had so much other shit happening, bro, and I gotta think about how am I gonna present this album and how am I get it to people. So that's when I just decided, yo, you know what? I'm not going to do it, but I know that there's people who enjoy my music, so I'm still going to release all of this music that I'm sitting on, and I'm trying to make it once a week, so like this week, I drop, I drop uh, Do It. Next week, I'm dropping something else, so I'm going to pretty much be consistent with everything I'm going to drop. So you guys are going to hear, you're going to hear all the shit that like I've been sending you, like, yo, here's like 15 seconds. You're going to get the whole thing, you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit on anything, I'm just going to put it out you know, I didn't even ask Jay for covers or nothing like that. Like, I'm literally just pushing it out for the people who love my music and the people that want to hear it and that want to share it. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll push it as much as I can. But, like, that, that's it. Like, you know, the, the the podcast and the producing takes up so much time, bro. You should know. You you have a podcast. Yeah. Like, you know all the time that it's, people think, like, yo, we just record. Put it up and it's done. Nah, it's a nah, lot of other shit nah, behind it, man. Nah. And y'all got a and y'all got a full on crew. Y'all got a whole ass crew. So yeah, you know and, what I'm oh, saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? But we all play a, we all play our position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can only imagine you. It's you. You know what I mean? So I know you understand like how it could be, man. So I I just I just you know when you when you realize one thing isn't moving as fast as the others, maybe you should. Maybe not hang it up, but maybe I should just kind of fall back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way I'll, of saying it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this, though, man. Once I said, yo, I'm hanging it up, everybody, yo, before you go, I need a feature. God damn it. Bro. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I just said I'm trying to hang it up, and y'all niggas is coming out the woodwork. Hey, it's, just, it's, just, it's just like the marriage game. As soon as you get married, yeah. married in, everybody start coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Oh, excuse me. I love, I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, um, so, so let's, speak, get back, let's get back into it. Now, look, so you, you're you a producer, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. artist. You in music yeah. heavy. Mm -hmm. Where did your influence come from? Where did your influence come from? And on top of that, what West Coast influence did you, did you have, if you had any? Um, I do have um, a West Coast influence, but I, I'll, get, I'll get into it. I'll kind of, like, share my story. Um, coming up, I came up... I really started appreciating hip-hop music. I, I came up around it. My brother, you know, back in the day, everybody, if you weren't a rapper, you were a DJ. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so my brother wanted to be a DJ. So I was always around hip-hop music. My mother loved Spanish music, um, so I was around that. My father loved funk and soul music, so I heard that from him. You know what I mean? So I'm hearing all of this music, you know what I mean? And that's you could kind of hear that in whatever I do today. But the one thing, the one sound that, that I fell in love with was just the grimy New York sound. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like when you think of Mob Deep, you think of a grimy New York oh, sound. Oh, the street is dirty. It smells yeah, like, you, it smells like yeah. seven, seven years ago piss. Oh, you, you, can, you can put on music from back then and you could just feel like you're all the way in LA. You're gonna feel like you're in New York. No, that's you know and I mean? that and that, that. that's the reason why I want to do this episode because yeah. I wanted to let you know like the music that y'all put out. 
I, mm-hmm. It painted a picture, bro. I've never been there. But every time yeah. I listen to certain tracks, I feel like I'm walking down the street. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Exactly. And, I, and and again, I'll get into what, what I was talking about with the West Coast right after this. Um, but is that sound and the boom bap sound. You know what I mean? In, in New York, we were very snobby with, with our music. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, so we know. We know. Yeah. So if it wasn't this sound, then it wasn't right. Like, you know, we knew that, like, you know, they were like down south rappers. We know they had the bass music. Outcast was, you know, starting to creep in around that time when I really started to appreciate music. But the one sound that I also loved was the West Coast sound. Now, I had a cousin, and I don't know where this nigga thought he was from. <laughs> he, he, he's from he was from, um, from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. But this is when I lived in New York. So he was, in the summer, he was always... You know, we would either go to his crib or he was with us in, during the summer. Now, you know, um, first of all, Adrian, hold your head. You'll be home soon, bro. But um, he um, he swore. He swore that, that nigga. He swore he was from Crenshaw. Like, he swore he was a West Coast nigga. Like, he talked like Snoop and all that. I used to be like, yo, bro, you're from here. What are you doing? Hey, but that's but, crazy. So you, 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 get, you can't skip over that. How do you talk like Snoop? You know, you know how like if you compare how New York niggas talk, we talk like the Namis yeah, and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, and all that. Like him, he sound like it was just so smooth and like it's almost like a pimp talking to me. You know what I mean? Like he used to <laughs> hey cuz he, he like, hey cuz sometimes we gotta go to the corner store, you know, and I'm just like, yo, bro, just say we gotta go to the bodega, bro. You don't gotta do all of that. But what, what the reason why I'm bringing this up is because he also played the music. So I didn't know what was going on over there. I'm born in 87. You know mm. what I mean? So I really started getting into hip-hop music and really listening and getting it around 94, 95, 96. Oh, like, hey, time. you came in right when the funk started After, to pop off. Exactly. So I knew the New York sound, and then, like, I really wasn't here for the bass and, and all of that shit. But when I heard y'all... I loved it for some reason because even though you guys had your own sound, I could still listen to the drums and tell Dr. J, Dr. Dre, excuse me, was influenced by this East Coast sound. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? He just made it. He made it his sound. But I could take. I could listen and be like, oh, okay, I know where he got that. Dr- I got. I know where he got those drums. I see what he's trying to do here. So it made me appreciate you guys because that let me know that they were studying and then making their own sound out of it. But I loved it because it was still sample heavy. You know what I mean? The drums were still grimy. You know what I mean? You guys just had... It was a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. Pause. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I, I loved the sound, and I continued listening. And then and, and I fortunately, I have been to L.A. So when I went, I finally fully understood because I used to listen to, to Snoop, and I used to listen to Dre and... And, and dog pound, and I used to feel like the same way you feel like, yo, it, it smells like seven year old piss and just grimy and dark. Like I, I, I would listen to you guys, and I'm like, yo, I feel like I'm in a drop top, and I like the sun is beaming on me, 
I'm smoking the finest weed ever under palm trees and we're just cruising. But yo, you know I, mean? I used to I used to feel like I had to put on my Timberland boots. I needed about three <laughs> I needed I needed about three I needed a sweater with a leather coat, you know, uh-huh. over it. And then we was going to get some uh some 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 chicken fried rice and some wings. <laughs> for real. For real. And, 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 and we don't and we call it the liquor store. We don't call it the bodega. Got you. You see there's a difference there. But what I want to say is when I went to L.A., I'm, I'm, I'm weird. Um, I like, when I go places, I like to visit shit that I've heard about. Me too. Because I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. Now, obviously, I didn't go in the hood hood, you know what I mean, while I was over there. Because it was me and, like, my female cousins and, like, two younger cousins and shit like that. So, but I got to experience it. Like, I got to walk around and see how y'all dress how y'all talk. And now I'm like, oh shit, they really do wear that top button and then nothing else, like everything else undone and shit like that. Oh shit, they really are wearing khakis and they really do wear chucks out here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yo, everything that I imagined, like what I hear when I listen to this music, yo, this dead ass is like that when when I was out there. Now again, this was probably like 04, you know what I mean, when I was over there. I haven't been back since, but I'm just saying like, I, I got to see it. And I fully understood it. You know what I mean? And it made me, I think, like, probably when I left from L.A., I'm, I listened to nothing but West Coast music on the way back home. I'm like, oh, these niggas is really authentic, man. Like, <laughs> this shit is real. But, you know it's, it's, it's crazy that you brought up the khakis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But do you know the the biggest the biggest group that had an influence on L.A. to this day, and they stay in Compton? I mean, I'm going to tell you like this. Them cats is, mm-hmm. I ain't going to say them cats, I'm gonna say Cam is is a real, he's a, he's a real one. He stay in Compton a lot. Mm. I don't know what it is about Compton, but he stays in Compton a lot. But Dip, Dipset, chain Dipset controlled at least about three or four years of L.A. Them niggas, oh, yeah. they brought that pink in, yo. Mm-hmm. Cats was going <laughs> crazy. Oh, I, I still remember um, Cam had a show over here in New York. And he went up there with like a plain like black tee, and the crowd booed him. And he dead had like somebody had to like go to the back real quick and throw him a pink tee, and he threw this shit over. And the crowd was like, "Oh, all right, there we go. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, my Put that pink on." You know what I mean? Um, but but um, Cam and, and Dipset, like I think when they were probably running shit over there with with you guys, they were really running. New York, yes. you know what I mean. We of course, we of course had you know our, our, our D blocks and and G unit all coming up around that time. But Dipset, like we dead ass was wearing like American flag everything. We was wearing Tim's. We was wearing you know uh, uh, it's a bad decision, but we were wearing bandanas. We was wearing do rags. <laughs> like like we didn't realize like when niggas was letting shit hang. You know what I mean? As you start to like once you find out, niggas like oh. Tuck this rag back in my pocket, right? Because we saw them doing it, you know. What I mean, then we find we we got an understanding of it, you know. What I mean, as time went by, but it was a it, like it was a culture thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I realized, like, you know, what I mean, they had Dipset West, they had Dipset South, Dipset Europe, you know what I mean? Like them niggas was really hey, make, doing their make no mistake. They 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 they, they mm-hmm. definitely had the West. They they had a, a heavy influence on us, but mm-hmm. nobody liked Wu Tang and nobody liked the Rough Riders. Cause oh, the the, well, the Rough Riders is still out here. Yeah. Oh no. I, I believe they're still they're still out in New York. 
Like I, I see them, you know, walking around with their with their vests on and all that shit. Wu Tang maybe not. You know what I mean? Wu when when um when I was in New York, you know, Staten Island is a, is a place that even though it's one of the boroughs, it's one of the like forgotten boroughs. Right. So even though we all loved and appreciated Wu Tang, me, I'm from the Bronx. I didn't really see it that much. You know what I mean? Like you gotta understand Staten Island, it, it has like a few areas that are like rough. And then after that, it's pretty much like, you know, a nice area. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and then the cast that and the artist that's from there has, has has, you know, they said that. They said that. Yeah. The thing is yeah. though, me coming from LA, all we see is New York. Now yeah, we now yeah. we knew about the boroughs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but what we didn't know is that how far apart they was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it's easy to like kind of mix them in, but like I said, Staten Island is like you kind of have to go out of your way to get to Staten Island, and and even Queens, like Queens, you kind of got to go out of your way to go to. But you could be in the Bronx and. You know, you can trip and stumble into Harlem and Manhattan. You know what I mean? And then next thing you know, you're like, oh shit, I'm in Brooklyn. So you know the, what I mean? Like, yeah. It, the, so the popular joints that I know of, I mean, and I know of all of them, but it's always been the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Harlem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you and know, then, and, and then, and then of course, Queens, and they, but they always said something about the bridge. Yeah, because you can't, you, you, the only way you get to, to Queens is through the bridges. Man, you know I, I, I heard, mean? I heard so many. So many scary stories about that bridge. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, Triborough is a bit uh, is a bit much, but um, you know, it, it, it's it's just different. You know what I mean? And even if you go to Queens, Queens feels different than the rest, like than than the Bronx and Bro- like if you go to to the Bronx and you go to Harlem, it's gonna feel the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the way they like Harlem, they're a little bit more flashier. You know what I mean? Then, then like the Bronx. Shout out to Dame Dash. Shout out to Dame Dash. Word, word. <laughs> like they're 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 different, but we're neighbors. You know what I mean? And 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 even though Brooklyn is a little bit out of the way, and you still got to cross the bridge to get to Brooklyn, but it's not like you know a toll to get over there. Like if you want to go to Queens, you got to spend money. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to go to Staten Island, you're gonna spend some money. So most of the times, we just stayed within that area. So you cats are not I mean? driving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. In New York, New York is different, bro. Like, I swear, New York is the place that there's forever traffic. There's never anywhere to park, but nobody got a fucking car. I never understood it. Yeah. Nobody that's, had... That's no, crazy. And, and y'all all be packed up inside the goddamn train. Yeah, bro. I'm, fortunately for me, I always came up with a car. Like, my brother got a car early. My father always had a car. So, I always drove. You know what I mean? Like... I would get on the bus like if we if we were going to like Manhattan. Here's another thing: we really don't go out of our boroughs that much. It's weird, you know what I mean. But um, you know, if we were going to Manhattan, we'd hop on the train. You know what I mean? Oh, we're going somewhere, we might hop on or hop on the bus. But if we just local, nah, nigga, hop, hop in the car and let's move around. You know what I mean? But um, anyway, yeah, like I'll just just kind of go back to the West Coast thing and just to, to my sound. Um, I won't lie and act like I know a whole lot of artists from the West Coast. You know, I probably know your your more famous West Coast rappers, you know what I mean? Um, but their sound influenced mine because Dre's drums and and and, and the pianos and, and all of that shit, it's just, it just does something. That G-Funk sound just does something, you know, and it just feels good, you know what I mean? So 
um, even if whatever they're talking about is kind of is kind of crazy, you know what I mean? You're still going to be bobbing your head like, oh, this nigga just told her to suck my dick and lick the ball. But you know what? <laughs> Snoop is saying some shit right now, though, bro. <laughs> hey, and you know what? And you know what? Like, you could, you could clean the house up to our music. But do you yeah. know? Do you know? I, I kid you not. If we're going to play basketball, or if we're or if we're in the car and we're going somewhere to go do some damage, we mm. throw we throw on some East Coast music. You know. Well, I be, you know why? Because New York is is just grimy. You know what I mean? Like no matter like L A. I guess since you know it, it's I, and I know that you guys have your own own thing over there. But it might not be as dark and grimy as New York. No, it's not dark. It's, okay. the, the, the difference is, is that you guys, y'all got that Gotham City type shit over yes. there. Over here, yeah. it, over here is the more of the like, the game making culture. Yes, yes, yes. And I mean, I mean, of course, and I mean, it came it came from y'all for the most part. But I mean, they got they got gangs over there in New York. Our gangs were just different back in the day. You know what I mean? Like. Like we had like the Imperial Bachelors, the um, Latin, uh, Quar- the, Latin quarters, the, 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 the Decepticons. You know what I mean? Gangs like that that did just controlled certain areas. Like where where I was raised, over by like Eden World Projects and all of that stuff. Um, my father was was associated with the Imperial Bachelors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And remember, this is like the Warrior days. Like like you seen like the movie Warriors. That's pretty much like how the gangs were in New York. Yeah, that's they a classic really, too. Yeah, they weren't really flying colors like that, but they had their vests. Like that's what their colors were. And if you're in the wrong area, you know what I mean, you gotta have you're gonna be dealt with. That's how our gang culture was. And then, you know, uh, you know the the Bloods and the Crips and all the other stuff started coming our way. You know what I mean? I'm sure everybody knows the whole story. We all know the story how it, it came this way. But you know that eventually came. But our gang our gang culture was way different from from y'all. You know what I mean? And now I guess it's just kind of like a, a, a global thing. Well, global? Eh, maybe maybe the country. Well, you know what I mean? shout, shout out to True Life. <laughs> exactly. Latin Kings out there and all of that shit. You know what I mean? But um, it, it's just, it's different. So I think that's why we like your guys' sound because it took us away from that. But I get what you mean. It's the energy. Like when I listen to you guys' shit, it's laid back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is the shit. Like I could smoke to this. I could just chill. I could talk my shit. But you play some, you know, you play some old nori. You know what I mean? You play some, you know, just some older shit. That's just gonna give you that feel. It has the energy to it. It makes you kind of like get into a mood. Like I'm gonna Onyx will make you want to snuff a nigga. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh you, my you god! Play. Hey, look, you can't play those. Are, look, man, them niggas. Bro, was... you can't. You can't play Annie up today. You could play Annie up today. Somebody's gonna get robbed. Hey, you. Nigga, you I was in, what about Wild Out though? Why? <laughs> even worse. Yo, Wild Out, nigga. That used to be. <laughs> yo, niggas used to get jumped to Wild Out. Man, you know what I mean. It. But yo, but but Annie up, like dead ass, like even up to this day, yo. We was out somewhere and they they put on Annie up. I looked at Jay because Jay for some reason likes to walk around with his heavy Cuban on everywhere the fuck he goes. And I had my two chains. I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm going to just tuck this. Yeah, you got to tuck I'm that not, in. I, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know what? Because niggas get reckless when Andy Up comes on. But that's what I'm saying. You have that energy, yo. You, 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 it has that feeling to it. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's just what it is. We're, we're grimy, dirty New York niggas, man. You know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> and that's the one thing about us is we, we accept it. Like when niggas are like, oh, y'all, y'all dirty New York niggas. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we are. We're, we're dirty, grimy niggas. All tell, right, whatever. Tell me this. How, <laughs> how, how, how do you feel when this happens? And I need your honest opinion. Yeah. New York, New York. 
Big city of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, just just to just to let you know, I I just listened to the Breakfast Club today. They had corrupt on there, and he explained the whole thing. Uh, yeah. We knew the story before, but he explained it again. It was a couple of details that I didn't know about. So, with okay. that said, how when you first heard that record, what, how did you feel? Um, I'm gonna say this. Um, when everything was going on. Like, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> pardon me. When that record first dropped, <coughs> I remember feeling wild disrespected. <coughs> pardon me. Um, I remember feeling like really disrespected because I'm watching this video and he's kicking over, he's kicking over our buildings, you know what I mean? And all of that stuff. And, and just what they're saying, it's not like they were really being like crazy disrespectful in the show, but um, pardon me, man. Yo, just mark this time real quick, bro. My fault. Real quick. I got my daughter here. Oh, you um, what happened, mama? Huh. Baby, you got to go upstairs and go to bed. I thought I talked you into bed. Go with mommy. Mommy's upstairs. Okay, baby? Love you. All right. I'm sorry about that, man. No, you, um, hey, just, you good. I, I just, I, I lock my family in a, in a room and my daughter sneaks out. So I ain't tripping. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, you know, I put them in bed and, and tucked them in and all that. I thought we was good. And then she started banging on the door. But, um, okay, um, I'll just, I'll pick it right back up. Um, so basically, you know, watching, watching Snoop and all of them kicking over our buildings and just being there, I'm like, yo, these niggas was, there was in Times Square, nobody, nobody pressed these niggas. Like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but they you did, get, I mean? they, they did get shot at prior to that. That's yeah, why they, yeah. that's why they yeah. made the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. I, when during that time, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I picked sides. Mm. You know what I mean. I grew up. I grew up off of Bad Boy. Um, I'm I'm one of the people when reasonable when when reasonable doubt dropped. I had reasonable doubt. Uh -huh. You know what I mean. Like these are people that I loved. Mob Deep. These are people that I love. Nori. All of this. These are people that I loved at that time. So when all of this was going on. I won't lie, I, cho I, I chose sides, you know what I mean? And and even though, you know, the unfortunate things that, that happened from it, even after that, I still felt the way. Like, it took me forever. I was so against Tupac. I didn't, <laughs> don't, I was just like, don't play no Tupac in my area. Fuck, I, I will break your tape. I'll break your CD. Don't play no fucking Tupac over my, but, um, you know, I fell into it. You know, I, of course, now have a great appreciation for Pac. You know, because I, I I went back. Like, I used to be like, yo, why y'all niggas love this nigga? Yo, he used to disrespect us, bro. Like, yo, fuck out of here. I'm not listening. And then I, like, I, of course, knew, like, the Dear Mamas and, and you know, his records like that. But once I, like, went back and, like, really listened, I was like, oh, okay, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I was just caught up. I was caught up in the hype. So when that time was happening, hell yeah, bro. I felt I felt all kind of ways. You know what I mean? And I, I, I was all... I was all for 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 the beef, you know what I mean? Um and I and I and I chose sides and and I stopped listening to y'all sound. I used to tell my cousin when he said, "Yo, turn that fucking I don't want to hear no chronic while you're here, nigga. Don't put that shit." I was so against West Coast music. You know what I mean? And I was young and dumb and just caught up, you know what I mean, with the sounds. You know what I mean? Um I, So yeah, when I, it, when felt, it, I was going to say I felt the same way, but I I'm sure. I I I, I did it in a weird way. I chose cats like I hated the fact that Jay-Z came out years later after Pac died and said he had a diss track. I hated that. Therefore, I kept... I hated that. I hated that, too. I hated that, too. Therefore, I kept him out of my top five, and I always picked Nas. 
Um, <laughs> and, spiteful and, yeah, and then and then the back and forth between Pac and Big, I used to, and I love Big because mm-hmm. Big storytelling is phenomenal. Yes, but when we was beefing. I was still listening to y'all music. <laughs> I couldn't, I could, I couldn't deny it, bro. Our basketball team yeah. used to run out to Reasonable Doubt. Gotcha. Like we we used we we used to we we listened, bro. We listened to everybody, everybody, yeah. and, and that's why when he kicked when we when we kicked down those buildings, it felt mm. it felt good because it was like, bro, we just want our respect. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Cause that, we, cause uh, we like all y'all. I, I was man. You know how I felt when, when I heard uh, Red and Meth on Pac's album. Yeah, I'm like, come on, you was man. You was I was hype. I'm was like, hyped. finally, dude. Yeah. Finally. You, you, you know what it, what it was as well. Um, us in New York again, we're snobs. You know, I would like to say that we've changed since then, but you know, back then we were snobs. You know, so. Um, a lot of the West Coast rappers, you know, um, and this is another question I want to ask you, um, but, but we'll get to it. But I felt like a lot of the West Coast rappers really weren't like your lyricists. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you guys had something that you had to, had to say, but like, you know, um, you guys weren't putting together like, you know, you got well. You guys had like Razkaz and and people like that, but mm-hmm. of course I didn't find out. To, I didn't find out about them till later. But like you know, you you guys didn't have anybody. At least to me at the time, you know, didn't have somebody like a like a like a Method Man or like a, somebody like a LL Cool J that is just like I'm tearing y'all heads off. I'm giving y'all nothing but bars, punchlines, and all of that shit. Y'all were just talking that real smooth shit that sounded good. That you know, what I mean, just felt it, it felt hood, but it was just different but you guys didn't have that so that's why i think we were walking around like yo who are these niggas trying to come over here you know what i mean trying to do what we do you know what i mean this is what the fuck we do you know what i mean but they didn't realize that okay while all of us are sitting here playing the who's better than who or who's nicer than who y'all were putting out the better music mm, okay i mean well i mean you say we was putting out the better music and we when and, i say when i when I, when I say that, I just mean, like, the stuff that people were really loving more. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I remember turning on the... I would turn on Yo! MTV Raps every day and see, you know what I mean, Dre on the screen, see all of this, and, you know, here's another West Coast... Here's Ice Cube. Oh, here's Gangstar real quick. All right, man, let's get back into it, man. We got, <laughs> you know what I mean, MC such and such from California. We got it. And I used to be like, yo, what the fuck, like... All right, nigga, I got to put on the box. The box is all New York niggas requesting these videos, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Like, you guys were making, you guys were really making, you know, a name for yourselves. You know what I mean? While we already kind of, like, we we had our foot, our feet planted in the ground. But y'all were, y'all were there, like, yo, <laughs> knocking on the door, like, yo, we're here. And us snobby New York niggas was just like, nah, fuck out of here. Y'all not, y'all not, y'all can't do what we do. You know, I mean, this is our thing. We let y'all get a little bit of shine, but fuck out of here. We, that's how us New York niggas were, especially around that time. You know what I mean? Well, now, of course, of course, now we all appreciate, you know what I mean, the music. But back then, during that time, now you couldn't tell us nothing. Well, uh, yeah, we because we had the, like, when it came down to, to lyricism, we, we gave that to the East Coast. We had a couple on the West Coast, but they wouldn't as, mm. they went on the front line. You know, we had Dilated gotcha. Peoples, Far Side, mm-hmm. Souls of Mischief. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's the G funk. It's the it's the uh, it's mm-hmm. the it's the gang culture, the gang banging music that we had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what we brought to the table. And that's why Fab is in my top five because Fab will come over here. He'll steal our lolos. He'll still, he'll he'll go to Venice Beach like uh-huh. he he out here when the locks yeah. came out here about what two years ago I went mm-hmm. to go see them Sire mm-hmm. I met my favorite rapper I met my favorite rapper I met the locks wow. I met I met wow. I met Jada Kiss Jada Kiss is probably my favorite rapper of all time that's wild and to that's meet and, and to meet him in person and give him that like that was everything I could die now yo, yo is Sheik a little intimidating yo yo I, 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 I was just with with Sheik not too long ago. Um, that nigga's the size like, of the Hulk. Yo, yo, I dapped this nigga up and I swore he broke my hand. Like, you know, somebody introduced me to him. He's like, yo, what's going on, bro? This nigga, he gave me the 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 fur, like, clap. Like, it was good, my nigga. I was like, okay, you just broke my hand. But bro. he's super he, nice, though. He's mad nice. <laughs> he's super nice. Like, like they signed, they bought a, um, I bought a ticket, man. It was a VIP ticket, but come to find out, if mm. I would have just brought okay. the general, okay, humble, humble stunt. Okay, humble stunt. <laughs> but look, well, though, ahead, if I would have bought the general admission, I would have been closer to the stage. So mm. I, I bought the VIP, thinking like, yo, I'm gonna be like right next right above. There. You know what I'm saying? But it, mm. I, I was fine though. I got to meet all three of them. I bought a shirt for like Dope. sixty dollars or whatever. Dope. Probably my last mm. sixty dollars I had on me. But I was like, <laughs> I need this. I gave it yeah, to yeah, yeah. I gave it to Sheik. Mm-hmm. It was mad people surrounding the table. He remembered me. He was like, yo, yo, this is my man's uh, shirt right here. They signed it. Like, the dude was, like, super nice. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, no, on, he is. On a side note, though, my wife, uh, she threw the sweater to me uh, one day thinking I was going <laughs> to uh, put it on. You out, of, you out of your fucking mind, all right? <laughs> this, is, this, this is going, you know. This, yeah, this is, this is getting hung up. Yo, I, I, yo, the ghost, Jada, and Sheik sign this. This will not, yeah. this will not yeah, go yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah. It, um, you know, just, just kind of going back, though, you, you talking about your appreciation for our, you know, our music. Again, us being snobs, I, we also didn't think that you guys appreciated our music. What? You get what I'm saying? Like there was a lot. Uh, there was a lot of like the miscommunications. You know what I mean? Like we knew, like you know, Cube came over here and all of that shit and and, and things like that. But I don't know. We just kind of, I, I, you know, what we just felt like y'all just wasn't on our. We was dead wrong, but we felt like y'all just wasn't fucking with us. Well, you know I, 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 mean? I, don't, I don't even know, bro. I don't even know how that's possible. It, we're, we're snobby New York niggas, and we were just, you know, what I mean. We were being attacked, bro. You know bro, I mean? bro, coming up in my house, all I heard was Red Man and Method Man. Yeah, yeah. You but know, I, you know what I'm I, saying? I mean, before, before, like, you know, okay, you guys had NWA and all of that shit, but be, besides that, again, I didn't come up around this era, but besides that, you guys just had, you know, East Coast music. So yeah, I'm sure, but I just don't think, you know, when niggas was dissing us, we felt like we raised these niggas. Who are they to be doing? We, we we were weird, man. I'm I'm sorry. I'm apologizing on behalf of us. Man. Hey, two two of our le- two well, actually, three of our legends is from the East Coast. Three of our we- three of our le- West Coast legends, Ice T, mm-hmm. Corrupt, and Pac, mm-hmm. was born and on the Pac East Coast. Over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Um, but right, just to, just to, all right. I'm 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 done with all the East Coast West Coast shit. But my question to you is, where how important is lyricism to you? Oh, it's that is 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 probably. I'm going to say it's 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 it's, it's probably one A one B with the production, mm. because I could everybody knows Nas is nice behind the mic, yeah. 
Yes. But his beat selection is terrible. All, yeah. all time. He's, but, he, he gets flamed for that all the time. But it's not, I can only listen to Nas for so long. I get what you're saying, Nas. Save the trees. Love yeah. the kids. I get it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is Ether a fire beat? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell to me. You fuck with the ether. You, and you wanna know why? You wanna know why? Because I was not rocking I was not rocking with Jay at the time. That's why it's a fire beat. All right, I got you. I got you. Of course, got you. of course it's of course look, it's a basic beat. It ain't nothing right. but but that nigga. He did what he was he, he did what he was supposed to do on that beat. Yes, yes. He yes. did what he was supposed to do. It's still a trash beat to me. <laughs> shout out to Ron Browns though. Okay, um, so so tell me this now. I, speaking of uh, appreciation for both sides, yes. Tell tell the people what you're about to watch in about 15 minutes. Oh, Snowfall! <laughs> Listen, Snowfall, Snowfall is, is right up there with the wire right now. Right? What? Give it, okay, wait, 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 wait. It's creeping up on the wire. If it can stay consistent for another two seasons, we could keep it in the conversation with the wire. Seriously, that yo, that's a that's a hot take right there. The the Wire's second season, Basura. The first season was amazing. Second season was straight trash. Mm. Third was them picking it back up, and then after that, it's like yo, you know what? The Wire is one of the greatest shows of all time. But Snowfall has been Snowfall has been consistent. Mm. This, this, this whole bro, do you watch it? Yeah, yeah, of course oh. I watch it. Frank, just Franklin's character development. Yes, hey, thank you, thank you, thank bro, you. Bro, it's it's so because it's not like we were. It's not like we're sitting here wondering, well, why? How the fuck did Franklin get like this? No, we've watched him. We watched him grow, grow, bro. It's a, it's really an amazing, and it's three storylines that tie in with each other. You know what I mean? Like, yo, the show is fucking dope. That, that's what I think is dope about the show. They keep the storylines tied in with mm-hmm. each other. You know what I'm saying? Bro, give it, if it can make two more seasons, which I think it will, we can put it up there with The Wire. Put it up there. With, do you think it, what if it goes five seasons, five or six seasons? Do you think it'll pass The Wire? Uh, the Wire really has a special place in my heart, but, and I'm not, and listen, I'm not hoping, damn, I, I do kind of hope that, you know, it stays good. <laughs> it's hard to call it, man. Yo, the wire, the wire, yo, listen, I watched The Wire when it first came out. I was young. Like, I like I used to sit there and watch this shit, like, on the sneak, because mom would be like, yo, you got to go to bed, and The Wire's on mad late, and I'm just like, well, I got I still gotta watch the wire. Like I used to put this shit on like mad low and like stick my ear out from under the covers and put like you know you could change the coloring and the brightness on my. That's put that shit mad low so nobody could see that I was watching it. The why I love the wire. I watched this shit when it dropped, so it has a special place in my heart. So that's what I'm saying. We can we can put it up there with the wire. I just can't. I can't call it right now that it's going to be better than the wire. Because yeah, who yeah. knows? Let's say, let's say Snowfall's next season is straight trash. Then we could just be like, ah, you know what? The wire still got it. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, no doubt. I'm, I'm giving it two seasons. I give it two more seasons, and then we could talk about it. Okay, no doubt. All right. So two two things before I get out of here. First of all, yeah. I'm really I'm really impressed by this Joy L's cat. I've been thinking about the mm. damn track. Uh, I, I'm not sure what the name of it, but it, I keep. In my head, it just keep replaying in my head, bitch. You gonna move out the way? Oh yeah! Oh my god! Um, Joey, Joey is 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 different. You know, um, you that nigga has and, talent. 
he 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 does, and and he he's modest, but he really does the Jay Z thing. Joey doesn't write. Mm. Joey doesn't write. He literally like I re- I recorded a song with him, um, and uh, you guys will probably hear it soon. I'm I'm waiting for um, another verse, but I recorded my verse. I recorded the hook. And as soon as I got done recording, Joey stood up and laid six bars. And he's like, yeah, I'll come back and finish it. Damn. He did it. He was recording me. He wasn't writing. He wasn't doing anything. He didn't have a pen and pad. He literally was editing as I was going. And then when I was done, he stood up and he's like, yo, you mind recording this? Banged out six bars. And he's like, I'll finish the rest later. Mm. Bro. He he has a talent and and the thing with with Joey why he's he's so different from like me and Jay and why like as soon as we met him we knew he, we had to put him on is me and Jay are like you know when we talk about like what we were talking about earlier like the New York niggas and the lyricists and all that like that's me and Jay like we want to show niggas that like yo I can rap nigga I'm nice you know I'm I'm, I'm so on and so forth Joey's just kind of like ah right, y'all niggas can say you're nice and keep doing all of this I'm gonna kill y'all niggas on this record. Okay, I may not have to like I don't have to give these people bars, but I'm gonna switch my flow ten times. It's still gonna sound good. I'm gonna sound better than you. You know what I mean? Like like he he just knows what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just literally like he steps in, in into the studio and as long as he's as he has the music, he's gonna do what he has to do. Right. Like a lot of rappers, like you can ask any rapper, they record trash records. You know what I mean? It just doesn't... We just never hear them. They never release them. Right? They never release them. I don't think Joey has one of those. Like, like he if, if it doesn't feel good, he doesn't record it. Mm. Like, I've seen him sit there, bob to a beat, and he'll start rapping, and, like, he'll stand up and, like, start doing it, and he's just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing this. Well, me? I would have been forcing that shit. Like, I'm going to make this shit work. You know what I mean? It's going to sound, and then I record, and I'm like, oh, this shit is <laughs> trash. Nobody's ever going to hear this shit. Joey just really has a great ear and um and this is a talented dude man like you know I, I I wish him more success I mean he moved out to Florida so he's no longer you know I mean around us but he's still SO no matter what and he still reps us and he's down there he's working and, and he went down there knowing some people so you guys are gonna hear you know more from him and and you know you guys will hear his music and we'll make sure that we're pushing it to everybody no but doubt. Um, no doubt yeah, dope, I, I, dope, 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 dope. I'm wait. I'm waiting on that project. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty much when he left. It was pretty much almost done. He had a few like verses he had to finish up, and it was pretty much just like the finishing touches. You know what I mean? That he had to do. So um, you guys should hear it soon. I, I have he he got like two beats from me, and um, pretty much before he left, he kind of had the basics done for the record. So you know, um, like I said, you you guys will hear him re- real soon. Okay, cool. Now this is the, is the last question. I need yeah. you. To, I need you to tell me the truth. I need yeah. you. To get, I need you to give me your top five. Oh, I was gonna ask you for your top five too. <laughs> um, you know what, man? Um, I really have like a typical New York nigga um, top five. That's fine. I, I, I kind of change. I kind of change it up. I have a little. I got a couple of twists, but um, number one is Hove. Okay. Um, Hove, I. Anytime that I listen to Reasonable Doubt, I remember being in my brother's car and us having the cassette and just riding around the Bronx. 
You know what I mean? Like, I get a feeling when I hear Jay. Like, when I hear Jay, I hear New York. Like, it reminds me of the New York I love. Even today, even if he's doing, like, the, the trap shit and all that, just the things that he says still reminds me of New York. And, like, it's just so... Rel- even though I wasn't, like, a drug dealing nigga and all of that shit, like, I just... I've seen everything that he spoke about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, he, he holds a special place and, and he'll never be moved. Um, next, um... I'm I'm with you. Um, when the whole Nas and Jay thing was going on, it, it hurt me. But um, you know, Nas, Nas is my number two because um, I also remember hearing Illmatic when it first dropped. So it's not like I'm one of them niggas that came back and heard it. Like we used to go to like you know our friend's house and play video games and play music. And I remember they're like, "Yo, you heard that? It ain't hard to tell shit." I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's nice." So he's like, "Hey, I, I got the, I got the album," and he's like, "Yo, put that shit in." I remember that when I hear Nas, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It brings me out, even though in the storytelling, all of that. So Nas is number two on my list. Um, num- number three, because again, even though we're not, we'll, we'll never get new music from him, um, but he still holds a special place in my heart. And he was like one of the first rappers that I really loved. It's big. Of course. Um, you know, mm-hmm. storytelling, storytelling is amazing. You know, him, being able to adapt to any sound and still sound amazing. He did, he did, he got on a record with Bone Thugs and Harmony and did what they do. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It sounded amazing. He, he, what he jumped on that going back to Cali, to, you know, that, that G Funk sound. We love that sounded, video too. That video was dope. Yo, he sounded so good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's no denying it. Um, number four is M. Um, M, if you if we're to break down greatest lyricists of all time, I'm probably gonna throw M up there at number one. I'm talking about overall artists though. But um, for M, I just feel when you think of lyricism, you know what I mean, and you think of somebody who's pretty much stayed consistent, um, I, you, you know, I'll, I'll put M up there, man. Like M, if you're gonna don't don't jump on a feature with M. M's gonna murder you. <laughs> you know I mean, like, don't don't do it. Like, just 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 don't. So, um, M is number four, um, and due to the fact that he's dropped a lot of duds lately, and he's just doing wild shit, he's fell off from my top five. But yeah, used to be in my top five just because really he was he was he was a it was the production. Dude, he was like me. I felt like Yay was was I could be Yay. And that's why he, he held a special part because Ye was making the beats and he was making the beats for other people and he was making music. But he fell off my top five after Yeezus and he started doing all that wild shit. Um, so my, my, my number five is actually Joe Budden. Oh, okay. I like that. Um, Joe, I feel, is an amazing lyricist and Joe got me through a lot of dark times with, with the Mood Music series and, you know, I just... Again, I was a fan of Joe from the Clue mixtapes. I was heavy on mixtapes. So before even his first album dropped, I already knew who Joe was. And I was a fan because he was always, it was either him or Fab. They were always number one on the Clue tape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you're going to get a Fab freestyle and you're going to get a Joe freestyle. You know what I mean? And so I was just always a fan of Joe. And I, I felt... I felt like he was, um, and I don't mean any disrespect by this, but I felt like he was my my Tupac. Since I didn't get to grow up with Tupac, 
even though Tupac was, you know, he had a lot more message in his music, but just the emotional, like, you know how people get attached to Tupac because of the emotion? You know what I mean? I felt that with, with Joe. You know what I mean? Just the emotional attachment to, to Joe. So, you know, the people that grew up on Pac because of his emotion, I grew up on Joe because of his emotion. So um, that's my top five. And then, you know, if we get into the tens, I always wanted to rap like Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks is in my top ten. Punchline Kiss King. Is in my t- yeah, Kiss is in my top ten. Uh, Pun is in my top ten. Um, you know, uh, damn, I can't. Fab is up there as well in my top 10 i'm just no no order right now off top of the head i'm trying to think of somebody else uh fuck whatever i'll think of somebody but uh yeah I, I, that's 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 my top five man what, what about you i'm interested in hearing this because you be telling me like yo you listen to shit i'm like yo you really listen to this that's dope you know yeah. what i mean well, so, fir- well, well first, first of all but- buttons is in my top 10 the best bu- uh, joe button song is 10 minutes that's my favorite joe button song Ten- um, I like take a walk with me. Okay, all right. I love, but ten minutes is, is up there as well, as long with Black Cloud. Both of them, you gotta smoke a cigarette too, even though mm-hmm. I don't smoke. Uh, I used to, I used to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to sit there and be like, I'm gonna smoke this hundred with you, nigga. And I, I used to be like, God damn, nigga, how slow are you smoking? <laughs> right, my fuck, go ahead, bro. Uh, my top five, I got Pac for obvious reasons. Uh, mm-hmm, Q mm-hmm. grew up, uh, grew up off of Q. Uh, and then this is where it gets all East Coast. I got Fab, Jada, and LL Cool J to round it off. LL, yeah. Like I, even after I got, I got to give him. He doesn't get enough respect. And he was, right. and, and he was Fab, and he was Fab before Fab came out. True, very true. And like, like his, like his, his, his personality, his swag. When he, like, bro, I wanted to walk around. And okay. like Adidas sweats with a Kango hat with no shirt on and, and I, shell toes. Like, that's what I wanted to be. Mama, I'm going to knock it. you I out. Get I get you. I, I, I get I 100% get it. Like his, his his style was like, and then he switched it over. That was the that was a business strategy, though. Like, women are buying my music. So I'm just yeah. going gonna, gonna to cater to them. Now, that head sprung mm-hmm. bullshit, all that, no, no. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Around the way, girl. That was that was it. That was it. That's I think. I th- no. I think phenomenon time was around the time where I was just kind of like, all right, L. I think you're losing. <laughs> I think you're losing me right now, man. I mean, he had a few joints after that, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Matt, and, and I'm sorry. In my in my top ten, throw Pac in there. Okay. I'm sorry. That's that's who I was. I was trying to. He'll he'll probably round it off around there because, like I said, now I I have a great appreciation. For 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 pop, yeah, you know I, mean, what I, mean? yeah I was I mean, just young and dumb. Hey, we look, look. Trust me, I, <laughs> I, my my top five is is based off of you know who music I listen to the most, the longest, and yes. things like that. But mm. in actuality, when you think of a Mount Rushmore, Jay Z gonna be up there. Big is gonna be up there. I got mm. major love for DMX. I remember buying DMX. I remember the whole day when I went to go oh. buy when I went to go buy DMX, and then there was X. I was on my bike mm. and it was raining. I went to go get that joint. Wow. Yeah, that was that's wow. that's my favorite. That's my favorite DMX uh, album. Um, Yo, it's, it's, X. Yeah, have X. you ever seen X perform? Never seen him perform. Oh, well, my God. well, well I will I will say this. I was in a in a in the arena when he performed, but I didn't get to watch him. I seen Buzz. Oh. I seen uh, a couple other cats, but I never seen him because I was actually working at the bro. time. Bro, I watched him. I went to the Summer Jam the year that DMX first came out. 
So he performed like all these records off of his Dark and Hell is Hot. Mm. But yo, I've never seen a crowd go crazy the way I've seen a crowd go crazy for X, bro. Like, like what you hear, what you expect X to do when you hear him in his music, he's doing that shit on stage, bro. Like niggas used to get chills. Like he would, he would end the shit off and the place would be quiet so DMS can say a prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that shit is yeah. crazy. Sen- senior year, we was we was running out to, uh, you know, uh, stop, drop, uh-huh. shut mm-hmm. up down. All hey man, come on man. Dmx Dmx yeah. is definitely top ten, can and he can be argued into the top five. I'll say that. I, the only reason why X isn't, even though maybe I don't know, maybe he is in my ten. I don't know. I gotta really figure this shit out. It's just I kind of started falling off of X again as well. I think around like the third album. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Because then he, he, we didn't get a lot of, I don't want to say we didn't get a lot of growth out of DMX, but it just kind of was just like, like, all right, you're killing more people. You know what I mean? Like, it's like okay. Uh, oh, what these bitches want from me? Okay, yeah, I can fuck with it. I can fuck. All right, we're kind of back to this now. And then it kind of like just kind of went down from there for me with X. But I, I won't deny his first two or three albums. Yeah. Like, yeah. those were just... Classic. You know, uh, um, um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't deny those. And I remember, like, I had the chain. I had the sterling silver DMX chain, bro. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? I was, that much of, I was that much of a fan when I was young when that dude first dropped, man. Um, but yeah, no, nah, this this was dope, man. You we know, got we um, got we got to do a part two because I, uh, apparently, you know, it, it's too much to talk about. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's different avenues that I got to touch on. Pause. Um, <laughs> And, and and I want to continue this, so we're just gonna call this, uh, you know, just volume one. Yeah, yeah, we could we could do it. listen next time. We don't have to worry about introductions and all of that, and we could just go right into the music. We can go right into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let let, gonna... let them know. Go ahead, go ahead, no, I want you to let them know. We we just finished talking about a classic album, a classic artist. I want you to let them know about your classic podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, you, again, we drop every Friday. The show is called the Officially Street Podcast. We're pretty much everywhere but Spotify, and I believe we're trying to work on that um, where you can find podcasts. So you know your, your iTunes app, Google. I don't know what Google is. Google just Google Podcast now. I don't know. I don't know what I it is. I have no idea. But but yeah, we're, we're pretty much everywhere. We, we're also on SoundCloud. Whatever you guys use, you can find us on there. Uh, again, that's the Officially Street Podcast. We're on Twitter at TOS Podcast underscore SO. Um, and again, it's myself, J Omega, Cherry Poppins. We talk about everything. We like to have a good time. Uh, I would like to say 60% of the time I'm smacked. Jay's usually drunk and Cherry's there tolerating us, but it's a good time. Um, we have dope people who come through and do interviews with us. We really try to get in depth with our interviews. I remember Jeff and Eric was like looking at us like, how the fuck did you guys find this out? But we could talk about it. Like we, we really do our homework when we interview people. So it's always a good interview. Um, and yeah, we're just like, we, we, we're gonna, you, get, you guys will enjoy yourselves, you know what I mean, when you hear us, man. So uh, tune in Fridays. We drop right at midnight. And you know what I mean? Make sure you guys check us out. And it's Lydia again. <laughs> <laughs> BTG, listen, man, I, I really appreciate you, you know, doing this. You know, once you reached out, I was like, listen, we, we talk all the time. Um, we gotta, we gotta get this done. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan, so I had to win. Hey, look, and look, I got the messages all all confused. I was like, yo, I'm coming on to the show? You was like, no. <laughs> hey, hey, look, 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 look. Hey, look, I was walking down the street, and, and I just read the text. You was like, no, that's not what I meant, brother. Uh, <laughs> you you got to be in person. Yeah, you, that's 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 really our thing. I mean, not not saying like you know what we're doing here right now is is, is bad, but we just like to kind of have the person in the room and kind of have a feeling more or less. And and also, you know, there's three of us. Like right now, you and I we're just having a conversation, so this is good. But now imagine doing this through Skype or FaceTime or whatever. But you are trying to hear three people talk at once. You yeah. know what I mean? It kind of just gets to be a bit much. So that's why we try to steer away from it. I think we've only done it once. And it was for like a Walking Dead episode with somebody who was like a super fan from like Miami. But um, besides that, we try to like keep it, you know, in person. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I didn't mean I didn't mean to play you like that. Like when you said it, I was just like, oh god damn, maybe I should have worded this differently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I was looking. I had the I had that smile on my face. Like I had the I I, I had the little I had the little my uh, uh that that little my look, and I'm like, yeah, he he kind of got me on that one. With the single tear? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of got me on that. One. He kind of got me. But well, uh, listen, bro, you have my number. You um, we can make this more of a, a, a more you know consistent thing. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't mind talking about music and all of that shit, man. So you just let me know when you want me back. Pause if needed, and we could uh, <laughs> yeah, make a it good, happen. That was a good pause. That was that was a, that was a solid one. <laughs> that man. was I a let good. That, one go. that was a good. One. <laughs> I couldn't let that one go. But yeah, bro, just just holler at me whenever you know you want to try to set this up again, and I'm with it. Culture cousins, in <laughs> <laughs> fact. All right, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming through, and uh, yeah, hey, hopefully I'll make it in New York one day. I got to be on the show. Hey, listen, just let just let me know ahead of time. Um, I'll make sure that you're treated well while you're over there. Um, I would. I, well, I don't know if you smoke, but I'll say I, I would hold you down. But y'all niggas got better weed than us. That's a uh, that's so. a whole, that's a whole nother story right there that I'm gonna share with you. Matter <laughs> matter matter of fact, that's gonna be our next one, in, 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 I'm, including I'm, music. I'm gonna tell you about my smoking stories. <laughs> oh, I got some good ones. Okay, yeah, bet we could definitely do that. Cool. Nah, bro. And on that note, man, we out. I holla at y'all next week. New York, New York, big city of dreams. We out. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>